not awake yet. Well, there is coffee in the back, um, if that is the case for you. Um, really glad, again, honored that you chose to worship with us. Um, I'm excited about this new series that we're kicking off. I want to let you know, at the second service, we have a little bit more time in our second service, by about 15 minutes, and so we're going to be dedicating a few children. Uh, we also have um, three new partners that are coming in uh, that are joining our church. We don't call it membership here. We call it partnership uh, because we want to partner with people in their lives, and we want them to partner with us uh, in what God is doing here at this specific fellowship. And so membership is for gyms. You know, I mean, membership, you pay your dues, then you never go, right? And we don't want that here. We, we want a relationship here. Uh, we want a relationship, and so that's what partnership is. Bring in three new partners, uh, Chris Aspinwall, Jennifer Kirkland, and Stephanie Gonzalez are the three that are coming in. So I don't know if you have seen or met or know them, but um, we're, we're excited about what God's doing in their lives and, and glad to come alongside them. I am, uh, this morning, I'm using a real live paper Bible. I almost forgot these existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, it's awesome. I, uh, I couldn't find my tablet, uh, which means one of my kids probably used it. And uh, so I was like, you know what? We're going old school. And by old school, I mean like five years ago uh, when there was no Bible app, right? Um, and so I, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. We're, we're kicking off a new series this morning called Generous. Generous. And, um, you know, two things. First of all, um, I, the Lord really corrected me this past summer. This past summer, you know, we did our This Is My Story series, and a lot of other people got a chance to share because we were talking about their stories. I, I, only, I, didn't even pre- I think I only preached four out of the nine uh, uh, Sundays over this summer. But it gave me a chance to really listen to the Lord and get some direction from him. And uh, since I didn't have to work on sermon prep, and, and he, really, he really corrected me about a few things. And he brought me back to a moment where I had made an inner vow that changed my, uh, my perspective on some things. Um, I've been afraid to talk about anything close to money in church. And, 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 and part of that is because, you know... I watch TV preachers, and, like, the whole message is, like, give, right? It's, it's weird to think, like, the whole message is pay for me to be on TV, but all you do on TV is ask people to pay for you to be on TV. So it's like, what's the point of being on TV if all you got to do is ask people to pay for you to be on TV, right? That doesn't make sense to me. And so I, I was, when I, when I worked uh, in, in uh, I would say, secular employment, I'm going to call it regular employment, <laughs> like everyone else in the world, um, there was a lady there, and we started talking about church, and she knew that I was a worship leader at a church in Birmingham at the time, and I was like, well, where do you go to church? And, and she said, I don't go to church. I said, oh, I, I, but she talked about God before, and I thought, well, I, I, I thought you... Uh, I thought you're a believer. She said, I am, but I don't go to church. All they want is your money. And I, I was, at that moment, I remember thinking, I don't ever want that to anyone to say anything like that about me. And so I've always shied away from this kind of stuff because I don't want to be that guy. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I don't want to be the preacher in the pulpit. Here he goes talking about money. The problem is... <laughs> The problem is Jesus talked about money more than he talked about heaven or hell combined. Um, and, and the reason is, is that Scripture says that the easiest way to tell how you are doing spiritually in your life is to look at money. 
It's not about trying to get something from you. It's about trying to give something to you, which is the truth about how God feels about money. And so this, this series on generous is, is not only about money, okay? So I know for some of you, you see the generous picture and you think, oh, here we go. Uh, and I get that. I understand that. I understand that because a lot of churches have, have misused and abused their platform and been too focused on funds. But I cannot in good conscience not teach you about the biblical foundations of money. I would be doing you a disservice and I will be a bad pastor. And the Lord has corrected me on that. And so that doesn't mean every Sunday we're going to be talking about money from here on out. I promise. But I, I've... I have actually done a disservice to you because I have reaped the benefits of being generous personally without showing you guys how to reap those benefits. Uh, Tiffany and I have, uh, we were trained both by our parents to be givers. We were trained to be generous people. And and it, we we live a lifestyle that doesn't make sense for our income. It just doesn't. It's crazy. Like we and we've done some crazy stuff. We've given away cars before. We've we've done um, we we pre tithed on the sale. We emptied out our savings account once. Pre tithed on the sale of a house that we hadn't sold yet. That was ten percent of what we were expecting to make on the sale of that house. The thing sold for even more. It funded homes for us for like the next several years. Like we've done crazy stuff, generous stuff. And I'm sitting here holding on to it all to myself, living the generous lifestyle and not telling you about it. And I've been convicted. I've been convicted because there are principles that there are, there are mindsets that I, because I was afraid of what you would think I haven't shared with you. And I've been convicted this past summer. And so I want this month, I want to share with you, not about giving. Look, this church is actually a a very giving church. But I want to share with you about being generous. See, there's a difference between being a giver and and being someone who is generous. Um, Let me explain what generosity is. Generosity is the assumption that just because a resource comes to me, doesn't mean that it belongs to me. That's what generosity is. Just because a resource, what do I mean? Your time. You got 20, everyone has 24 hours in a day, right? A generous person says, these 24 hours don't belong to me. Um, an item, uh, 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 like Tiff was talking about, you know, clothing. So these, these don't belong to me. Just because money, just because something comes my way doesn't mean that it belongs to me. That's a generous mindset. Um, on the contrary, greed is the assumption that since a resource came to me, it's for me. It came to me, therefore, hey, sweet. It's kind of this finder's keeper's mentality in life, you know? Like a finder's keeper's, right? You find someone's money, you go, whoop, it's mine now. Well, okay, in third grade, that was maybe... Maybe the norm. But now that we've grown up, now that we've experienced the love of Christ, now that we've experienced the grace of the Lord Jesus, we have hope for for an eternal home and glory. We're going to spend eternity with Jesus. These things just don't really matter as much to us anymore. So greed says, well, it came to me, therefore it must be for me. But generosity says, well, it came to me, so it's not really mine. So I'm going to submit it first to the Lord. 
Greed says this is mine. Generosity says this is God's. Greed produces owners. Generosity produces stewards. So, so greed says, I own this, this is mine, while generosity just simply says, I, I'm a steward of this. Lord, maybe you do want me to have this thing, or maybe you don't want me to have this thing, and whatever I hear you tell me is whatever I'm going to do with it. You see the difference? And so I want to be a people. Um, I want to be a people that is generous, that doesn't give because we have to. But gives because we want to. Not, not just of money, but time and talent, treasure of your testimony. Some of us are holding on to our testimony. We're not sharing that with others like we should. Now, see, a giver will respond to a plea for help. And, and again, this is a giving church. This is a giving church. Uh, a giver will respond to a plea for help. But generosity is, is a whole different. They're ready to give whether they've been asked or not. They don't wait for the Sarah McLaughlin ASCPA commercial. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? In the arms of an angel. And you're like, oh, Lord, please. No, turn. Where's the remote? Ah! There's actually an article where they interviewed her. She's like, I turned the channel when that thing comes on. She, she, she just really said that. It's just so heavy-handed and the little sad puppies are sitting there looking at you. You're like, oh. Right? So there's your response and, and, and that's cool, but the church has not been called to, manip- to manipulate people into giving. The church has been called to train up generous people. And that's what I want for you. And you don't do it to experience an amazing lifestyle of abundance and blessing. You do it because you're generous in heart. But what will happen is you'll experience an amazing lifestyle of abundance and blessing as you do it. Because God's good. That's just kind of how he rolls. That's just kind of what he does. All right? Can't outgive God. So, I, I, I want, I, with this, this is a long introduction, but I want you to be generous. I want you to be generous. That's my heart for you. Many of you are. I don't want you just to be a good giver. I want you to be generous. I want to tell you three things you should know about being generous. First of all, being generous is fun. Now, you normally don't think about giving something away, giving, whether it's money or, or, or whatever. You normally don't think of giving something away as being fun, right? It's, you'd think it'd be more fun to get something. But uh, if you'll turn to Acts chapter 20, verse 35, these are some of the last words of the Apostle Paul. He's, uh, he's leaving. He's, this is his final visit to Ephesus, which was a city near and dear to his heart, that he had founded the church there. And so he's, he's going by there on his way to Jerusalem, and they know, everyone knows, like, he's about to die. He's going to Jerusalem, and he's going to die there. They know that that's, it's going to be the end for Paul. They're all crying and weeping. The very last thing he says to them, Acts twenty thirty five. I have shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Now, this is interesting, that word blessed in the Greek. You can look this up. It literally means, literally means happy. It's more happy, like, yay, happy. 
Like, yeah, like happy in the way you're thinking, happy. It's ha- if you become happy, you will be happy when you give more than you'll be happy when you receive. Now, now some of you don't believe that right now. You're like, I don't believe, I don't believe that. But I'm telling you, there's something, there's, there, there's a spiritual reality that happens when you become generous. And generous actually becomes really, really fun. I, I, want, to, I want to do something fun this morning. We all do something fun with me? Yes? Me, I'm going to like ask you to anyway. So here's, here's what we want to do. I have actually prearranged, we've ordered a pizza from Papa John's right now. And, and in any moment, uh, a, a pizza delivery person is going to show up and deliver the pizza here, okay? I want to take up an offering for the pizza delivery person. So if you've got a couple extra bucks, we're just going to bless the socks off of our pizza delivery guy. And you're going to see this is going to be really fun. All right? So there we go. So find, find some cash, a couple bucks. And then when they show up, we're going to give it to them. Does anyone want to give but doesn't have anything to give? You don't have any cash on you? Anyone? Anyone? Okay, here we go. So if we give that to them. All right, and then when they show up, hopefully before the sermon's over, (laughs) we're going to bless them with a nice tip. Now, just so you know, this isn't a part of, this won't be going through the church. It's not a tax-deductible gift. This is just a couple bucks to give to someone else, okay? But being generous is fun. Tons of fun. Thanks for playing along. We'll see when they show up here, okay? Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be cool. It's going to be fun. Okay. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Here's the other thing I want you to know about being generous. Being generous is fun. Being generous is needed. It's, 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 it's really necessary in the body of Christ that we are generous to others. Okay? Really, really necessary. Um, it's part of God's design. So, um, and we'll talk about later on. It's really good for you that you're generous. But we're going to talk about that later on in this series about the benefits of being generous uh, and, and how it helps you. But, but I, I want to focus on others right now. It, it's, it's, it's important for your spiritual formation, but it's, it's even more important for others just to be other focused, just, just to understand that, that there are people out there. Y'all, I had no idea. Until I, I became the lead pastor here uh, full time around three and a half years ago. And I knew that we had requests for, like, help, you know, to help people with food, with paying light bills and stuff like that. I had no idea how much need there was in our community. It is unreal, y'all. We serve thousands of meals through our food pantry here. And, and the need, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Even our own area, we, we tend to think of, like, the great need being overseas or, or being in bigger cities. But it's right here in our own backyard. It's really, really necessary that we are generous. I, I want to read James 2, 15 through 16, but I want to read it to you in the message version of the Bible. And so if, if you can't follow on your app or whatever, uh, switch to the message, you can just listen to this. But I, I, love, I, love the way, I love the way this version says it. It says, for instance, say you come upon an old friend, maybe a high school buddy or whatever, Dressed in rags and half-starved. And you say, hey, good morning, friend. Be clothed in Christ and be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
and you walk off without providing so much as a coat or a cup of soup, where does that get you? Isn't it obvious that God talk without God acts is outrageous nonsense? Oh, I love it. I love it. Look, I don't want to be that church that just says, hey, God loves you, but I'm not going to lift a finger to demonstrate it. I don't want to be that church. I don't want to be that people. See, God has designed that we have a role in what he wants. You know, God wants some things, and he's waiting on them to to happen for us to come into alignment and to follow through with what he wants. Scripture says that. For instance, it says very clearly that, that God wants everyone to be saved. Is everyone saved? No. What's he waiting on? Us. He's, he's commissioned. He goes, how, it says in Romans chapter 10, how will they hear unless someone is sent to preach? Now, that's not me. I preach. But that's you. That's your job. It's your job to, to share the message of Jesus with others. It's your job to live your life in such a way that your friends go, look, now, why, why are you so happy? Why are you so blessed? How come I see you going through this circumstance, the same circumstance that derailed my life, and you're not happy about it, but you're like, have this overriding peace and joy through it. Why? And you go, oh, well, that's, that's my relationship with Jesus. The world needs to see that. The world needs to see that. There's a difference between being nice and being generous. Being nice says, oh, hey. Like the scripture said, be filled, be warmed, love you guys. <laughs> nice. But generous actually does something about it. Generous does something about it. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not always easy. It's not always easy to be generous. We, our family had uh, something happen to us. Uh, we were at Friday Night Fire this past Friday, which was cool. If you enjoy worship here, you should come. It's just elongated worship. That's all it is. We, just, we worship for like two hours. You know, and if you need to leave early, you can leave early. It's cool. Um, usually, the Lord begins to move. He did Friday night. People started getting rocked. It was really cool. Um, and so, uh, I encourage you. We'll have one more Friday night fire. It'll be the first Friday of December. Um, so, but um, so we were done with Friday night fire. I'm tired. Long day, right? And the kids are like, "Let's let's go get some dessert." So we're like, "All right, sweet." I don't usually turn down dessert. And uh, so we're at this place, and we're just having fun talking with the clerk, and, and we're talking about music. We're actually talking, have you ever gotten to, if you're a musician, uh, you get into the band swap name, do you like so-and-so? Oh, yeah. Do you like so-and-so? Oh, yeah. And you start doing that. And, and the guy actually asked me, who's your favorite band? And my brain went, <laughs> because uh, you can't ask me that question. I don't know. It's, 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 it's too hard. So we're, we're nearing the end, and uh, I'm, ready, I'm ready to go to bed. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to get home. And this guy walks in. Uh, this, this, this guy walks into the, uh, uh, to, to the place and you can tell like he's, he's, uh, he's been through a lot. He comes in and he's, he's kind of ornery and he's kind of almost demanding food. And we're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll see if we can help you out. And, um, turns out he, he's, he's addicted. And so we, we start praying for him in the middle of the place. He ends up getting delivered from the spirit of addiction. It was pretty obvious right there in the shop. It was really cool. Um, and then I take him to get some food and stuff like guys, can I be honest with you? That was really inconvenient. I, maybe I should say it wasn't and, uh, but, and make you think I'm this great person. It was really inconvenient. I just wanted to go home. The money that I spent, um, the money that I spent on, uh, you know, 
on buying him food. I had to drive across town because nothing is open after 11 here in town. So I'm driving through this long line of Wendy's. I'm like, hey, you know, we're talking. And he was great. He was, he was excited. He was excited about his new freedom and everything. But, man, I just want to get home. Guys, being generous is not always going to be, it's not always going to be convenient. It's not always going to be convenient. So um, I want to tell you one more thing. Being generous is the heart of God. Being generous is the heart of God. It's who he is and it's what he wants. And our pizza's here. Yeah, can you come bring us our pizza? Woo-woo! Can you come up? Do you mind coming up? What's your name? Margaret, is this freaking you out right now, Margaret? Right? It's okay. I promise we're not going to do anything too weird. Uh, we just actually, um, thanks for taking the time. Did you have to get up early to come in? No. You didn't? Okay, good, good. Sweet, and the pizza smells so good. Um, sweet. Um, Margaret, right? Okay, cool. Well, we actually, we're doing a lesson on generosity here at the church, and uh, we just, we wanted to be generous. And so we actually took up a collection um, for a uh, tip for you. And so we want to give you this tip. It's $194. Isn't that awesome? So here you go. Yeah? Isn't that cool? You're welcome. You're welcome. Can you use that money? Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Awesome. Would you allow us to pray for you? Okay. I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder, okay? We all stretch your hands towards Margaret. Yeah, Father, we just thank you right now, Lord, Lord, for your compassion towards Margaret. Lord, you love her. Lord, you know her innermost thoughts. Lord, you know exactly what she's going through. Lord, um, just as the scripture says, Father, whether the day is good or the day is bad, you're right there with her. The promise of your presence is, is always with her, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that she would draw near to you since you've drawn near to her. Lord, we, we pray, God, that as we give this money, Father, no strings attached. Lord, that, that, that she would use it, Father, Lord, to do whatever, God, she and you want to do with it. And, Lord, we pray, God, that uh, this would be the beginning of a financial blessing in her life. We thank you for Margaret. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You're welcome. You're welcome. Awesome. All right. Well, Cynthia is going to take care of you. Thank you. Awesome. Sweet. Tiff gets the pizza. Um, Just for the record, I want to say thanks to Papa John's. Uh, I called the general manager, and he was on board so much, he actually comped the pizza for us. So um, he just thought it was such a cool thing. So free pizza. Um, so did, did, when we were praying for Margaret and we were giving that money to her, did you just sense the compassion of the Lord just come in the room? Okay. You know why? Being generous is the heart of God. Have you ever watched any of those like extreme home makeover shows? Right? And, and that moment when they move that bus, right? And the bus pulls away and the family's like, ah, oh, right? Yeah. And you just like, <laughs> you're just crying, right? Why? Why, why is that, why is that, do that to you? 
you are actually tapping into the heart of God. Even though it's a secular program, even though they didn't preach Jesus, they were demonstrating Jesus. Because God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. His only, only son. You know the whole verse, right? We've seen that on Tim Tebow's cheeks. John three sixteen. <laughs> These cheeks don't go there. Some of y'all... Some of y'all need to be saved. Lord in heaven. I know what we're talking about next. Holiness. Y'all know what I'm talking about, where he wrote John 3.16. Y'all know when he did that, he wrote John 3.16 on the little deflectors under his eyes, on his cheeks. And, um, and like that was like the most searched verse. Like I forget, I don't know how many, it was like millions of searches for John 3.16 when he did that. Isn't that amazing? Awesome. Being, uh, being generous is the heart of God. Second Corinthians chapter 8. Now, if you want to, Second Corinthians, the whole chapter 8 and 9, okay, is like, um, is this whole thing where Paul's actually taking up a collection and he's explaining why he's doing it and how they should do it. And it's actually really interesting. Um, but he says something here. Um, Verse 9, it says, For you know, and the New Living Translation says, the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for his sakes he became poor, so that through his poverty you might become rich. That's a crazy verse. See, Jesus, the Son of God, was lacking absolutely nothing, right? Seated in the heavenlies with God the Father, needed absolutely nothing, right? Absolutely nothing. He was as rich as rich can be. But when he came down to earth, how did he come? Did he, did he come in a golden limo and, and like announcing, you know, dun, 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 Son of God is here? No, he was, he was born in, in very humble beginnings. He, even, he didn't even announce to the most important people. Who did he announce to? Foreigners and blue-collar workers. That's who he announced to, the shepherds and the magi. And so Jesus came with a heart of humility. And he became, he left, he left his, his, his godly home that where he was lacking nothing and came into our world, your world, where there's lack, where there's suffering, where there's problems. And it didn't take him very long to get killed. But he did that, why? So that while he became poor, physically, spiritually, in every way, we might become rich, physically, spiritually, in every way. That's why he did that. Our God, I need you to hear this, our God is so generous. So generous. Amazingly generous. Incredibly generous. Beyond comprehension, generous. He's amazing. And the more we learn to be generous, the more we become like our Heavenly Father. Isn't that cool? But we have to do something. He doesn't just put generosity on you. Lord, make me generous. Okay, boom, download. That's not how it works. You ask for generosity from the Lord, what's he going to do? He's going to give you an opportunity to be generous. Tiff didn't tell her whole story during giving and receiving this morning, but she actually had this hat that was like her favorite hat. She just thought it was the best thing in the world. 
And she gave it away to someone. She heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. Someone actually said, oh, I love your hat. And she heard the Lord say, give it to him. And so she gives it to this person. And they're like, oh, no, I mean, you don't have to know. I mean, I just said I liked it, you know. And she gave it to someone, a friend of hers. And, you know, we still see that friend wearing the hat. They love it. Well, what's so cool is that you can't outgive God. So someone, someone gave Tiffany another hat, very similar to it, that she absolutely likes. And she wears all the time. And then a little bit later, someone gave her the exact same hat that she had given away to the other person. Isn't that amazing? She not only got the hat, the same hat back, not the same one, like a different one, but the same style, you know. Um, plus another one. That's generous. I want that for you. Look, Tiff's awesome. I'm a fan. But God doesn't love her more than he loves you. You can operate in this generous mindset as well, but it's going to take, it was, it was, it's always scary to take the head off and give it to someone. It's always scary to, to put the, the dollars or five dollars in the offering plate for the pizza delivery person. It's always a little, it's always a little stretch, but look, embrace the stretch. Look, this is just a temporary time that you're here. Can I give you some perspective? If you're a believer in Jesus, best, the worst case scenario for you is eternal bliss. Worst case scenario, you die and go to be with Jesus. Right? This is just temporary. This is just a moment in time. If I, if I said tomorrow I'm going to give you $5 million, I wrote, it was a contract, signed, sealed, I'm going to give you $5 million, which I don't have, by the way. Yet, um, if, if I said that to you, and then someone came up to you later and said, hey, can I have 100 bucks, and it was your last 100 bucks, you would be much more willing to give it, wouldn't you? Why? Because you know you got $5 million coming tomorrow, right? Guys, you have heaven. You have eternity coming. What does all this stuff matter anyway? It should freely, we should, we should not clasp our hands around the stuff that we have. It look, it's like, Lord, whatever you want to do with it. And he don't want you to give it all away. Of course, he, he, he has stuff for you to enjoy yourself. But come on, let's adopt this generous mindset. Let's be generous people. And that's my question to you this morning as we end is, come on, be honest. Are you generous? I, I know you give. I know many of you give. I'm not asking that question. And I appreciate the giving, but are you generous? Let's stand for prayer.